What's going on, Podcast World? This is Eric D. Seals, and you are listening to A Filmmaker's Guide to Freelancing. And as usual, I'm super excited for this next topic at hand because this is about looking out for us. No, not the movie, but us freelancers. That might not be grammatically correct, but we're going to go with it. The whole purpose of this episode is called Taking Care of Your Coworkers. Now, you freelance. So you're like, what coworkers am I talking about? I'm talking about the people that you hire for shoots, the people that you collaborate with, the people that you're working with as fellow freelancers, because there's some things that aren't going on that we need to make sure happen to look out for each other, because we're all going through this together. We're not like, you know, the people who are working nine to five. There's nothing wrong with them, but we just have a different uh, set of expectations. We have a different schedule. We have a different outlook. We have more risk. We have different risk. And so it's important for us to make sure that we're looking out for each other. And I've seen some things um, in the past. I've experienced some of these things. I've done some of these things. And I think we need to make sure that we're not doing them so that we can look out for each other. So what could number one be? It's to be a good freelancer to the people who hire you. It's very broad, but there's a good chance that the person who's hiring you may be your competition, which is completely fine. If you're friends and you're close enough uh, to work together as well as compete to as well as competing with each other, make sure that you're being a good freelancer to that person. It's about showing up on time. It's about working hard. It's about making sure that that freelancer is getting everything that they need so that they can have a successful project. The thing that you have to keep in mind is when you're working for a fellow freelancer and they hired you, if you do a bad job, that client is looking at the person who hired you as they that they don't know what they're doing. And you think that might be good for business because, you're like, oh, maybe they'll hire me next time. Most of the time, they're not going to hire you either because they have bad judgment, which means you have bad judgment and everybody loses. They're going to find a completely different team. And so you need to do the opposite. You need to go out of your way and almost work for that project harder than you would for yourself. You ever heard when people say when you rent something, if you rent a piece of equipment, you need to treat it better than yours, because if you don't, they're going to charge you extra. Same thing with this situation. When you're working for someone, work harder then you would almost work for yourself because it's going to keep their client happy and they're going to want to hire you over and over again. Because I know when Eric's on the team, I know when Mike's on the team that they're going to go, you know, to the wall of working hard to make sure that I have what I need. And sometimes when you're working with your peers, you're working for someone who's at the same level as you. Sometimes we get a little lazy and say, it's all not, oh, it's not that big of a deal. And I don't need to work that hard because I'm here and I know what I'm doing. Don't do that. Work harder for the person who's going through the same struggle as you are. You know, when you, when you're working with clients, sometimes these people are coming from large corporations and they got big paychecks and 401ks and and dental insurance like we don't got dental insurance all the time and so you know what that person is going through make their life a little bit easier because then when you hire them you want them to do the same thing for you and so I'm, I'm sick of seeing freelancers work for each other and not go 100% for each other and if there's anything that's your that's your same kind and you need to be going hard for that person that the work that you're doing 
reflects who you are. Um, that work that you're doing reflects that person. And so when they hire you, you almost are seen, you know, you ever heard like if your parents or somebody said you are who your friends are, it's the same thing with freelancers, you know, who you decide to hire or who hires you uh, when it comes to the freelancing, um, you're one in the same. And so the best thing that you can do is work 100% for them because they probably need that money. You need that money. And the last thing you want to do is for the project to go bad because you didn't do something, uh, you know, where you weren't putting your 100% into it. So make sure that you're doing that. This next one, I almost need to take a pause for because when this happens to me and I'm going to tell you right now, I'm sorry if you're listening to this podcast because uh, this is probably the first time I'm saying it publicly. But if you do this, I can't stand when you do this. You know who you are if you have. Most people haven't, but it has happened. Make sure you are paying your freelancers within 30 days of the project. I'm going to give it a little dramatic effect. I'm going to say it again. Make sure you are paying your freelancers 30 days from the project. One of the biggest excuses I hear is, oh, I didn't get paid on time. So uh, I don't have any money to give you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that that has nothing to do with me. If the client doesn't pay you, that has nothing to do with me. So if you're hiring another freelancer, in theory, you should have the money to cover them. Regardless if you get paid or not, or which most people don't understandable, you should be requesting a down payment so that you can cover your team. That down payment depending on the project should almost make you whole so that you're at that point, you're um, you've broken even you haven't made any money on it yet. Cause the project's not done, but you should be able to pay most, if not all of your team with the down payment. And that's what that down payment is for. You should not make your freelancers wait until you get paid to pay them because the two things don't necessarily match. Okay. If your client is having issues with you and they're going back and forth, you need to find that money and pay that person because there's nothing worse than having someone who won't return your calls anymore. Quickest way to have someone not return your calls anymore, don't pay them on time. So an industry standard across the board for the most part is is 30 days and you need to stick to that. Now, if you can't make that 30 days, let them know in advance. There's nothing worse than not being able to pay that person in 30 days and knowing it and not telling them. Or if you're having issues, it does happen. You have issues with the client. Um, let that person know. Don't ghost them because they're either going to blow you up and hit you, call you 10 million different times because our freelancers, we need our money. We're paying our next rent check with it. Um, or they're not going to call or they're not going to respond to your call anymore. And so if there's anybody that you want to take care of is you need to take care of your own team. I hate to hear the excuse. I haven't got paid, so you can't get paid yet. Get that up front so you can pay me on time. I have some freelancers that are so eager to pay me sometimes early 
the day of, the day after, because they want to see how much money is in their bank account and they don't want to sit there and wait. I'm cool with that. I'm always going to appreciate that. Um, on top of the fact, don't hold people's money because you didn't like what they did. Just don't hire them again in the future. But if someone did a bad job for you, don't hold their money. Don't be known as the person who doesn't pay people because that's going to get around the circle. I don't care what city you're in. There's not as many freelancers uh, uh, as there are population. And so we have a small circle. I don't care what city you're in. And so make sure you don't get known as a person who doesn't pay on time. I don't care if you are cheap and you don't pay a lot of money. People know that up front. And so they have the ability to say, I don't want to take this project. That's completely on them at that point. But once you agree on a price, you should say, "Okay, you're going to be paid by this time. And if you need to wait that 30 days, that's completely fine. 30 days is fine. Or if you need to extend it because it needs to be 60 days for whatever reason, let that person know in advance so that they're not guessing because they got to they already spent that money in their head. And if you play with their money, you're playing with, you know, their life and their emotions. And you don't want to play with someone's, you know, situation like that. The other thing that I have seen happen a lot. I've been guilty of this on both sides. I've had it done to me and I've done it to someone else. Um, and for the most part is because I didn't know this rule existed. But it happens a lot and we need to get it out there. So here's the situation. You go on a shoot. Let's say it's me and another videographer. We're going to shoot for a client and the client is loving our work. We're at an event and things are going great. And, you know, you're doing some B-roll on the side and your client maybe doesn't know you as well, uh, but see someone with the camera and they say, hey, man, I love your work. This is fantastic. I got another event that I want you to come to. Can you come and work for me? Now, if whichever freelancer is the reason that you're at that job, it is that person's job. So if I'm working with freelancer A and I'm freelancer B and, and they hi freelancer A hires me and somebody comes up to me and says, hey, can I get your card? In theory, you need to route that back to the person who hired you because you're there because of that person. And technically, any lead for good work that you're doing at that time is their job. You should not be undercutting them. You should not be taking their job um, because you're, you're there because of them. And I've seen it done to me before. Uh, sometimes people do it on a sly. I have done it to other people before. Uh, I'm embarrassed to say it, but I, I had I've done that before I knew that that was a thing. And so that's why I'm definitely trying to get it out there. So you shouldn't be sliding your cards, even though you both do the same thing. That is their job and vice versa. If you hired them and they're working on your job, then that's your job now. And now I'm at a point where if I ever see you do it, I, I'll never hire you again. I'll never work with you again. There's no questions asked. Probably won't even tell you, but you just won't hear from me. And so um, I see a lot of people do it. A lot of people get caught up with it. And it just shows respect when you're working with another freelancer that um, there's enough work out here for all of us. And there's a good chance that if you get another job, you're going to hire me again. And you need to be building with positivity. You need to be building with we can all win. 
you need to be building with we can all win that was my amazon um uh, package i think i got some new underwear um you need to be building from we can all win instead of saying i'm gonna try to stab people in the back and get any job that i can um so a lot of people don't know about it but if you're watching this you're hearing this now you know do not steal your fellow freelancers job when you're on a shoot give it to them and so the correct thing to do if you, you need to ask someone comes up to me hey your work is great do you have a website can i can i work with you in the future I would say, hey, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. I'm actually working for person A right now. And so let me bring you over to them so that they can give you their website. They can give you their business card. You should not be giving your business card. Okay. Now, there are some times when, for instance, let's say a photographer and a videographer are working together or a graphic designer and a videographer and you're at an event because of that person and they say, hey, I want to get your work because I need some video work done and you're working with a fellow graphic designer. You should still bring it to the graphic designer and be like, hey, uh, this person wants to do some future video work. You know, I want to connect you to nine times out of 10, your freelancer person that you're working with will be like, hey, you go ahead and take that job. But allow them to do that first. Don't take it from them. They might be wanting to get into videography and that might be their new opportunity. So you can't assume to be safe. If it's your own job and you were hired directly from the client, everything is fair game. It's all yours. But if you're partnering with somebody else and you're in a location and someone comes up to you, you need to give that job back to that person. So uh, to the people who have done it to me before, I hope the best for you and I hope you're doing well to the people that I've done it to. I apologize and I hope uh, that we can work together in the future. Wrapping it up. So um, two key things that I think don't happen enough. Um, you need to show your fellow freelancer the work that was completed once the project's done. A lot of times we hire people and I actually have a bad habit of this. The project's done and then we don't show it to them. But if you have the audio person, that DIT, that assistant camera person, the makeup artist, you know, they may want to use it for their demo reel. Let them see the work that they were a part of. Don't just, you know, go ghost and not show them or not tell them. Uh, the other thing on top of that is, Give them the client feedback that you may have received from your client. So if your client thinks you did a good job, bad job, ugly job, I just want to say good, bad and ugly. Um, let them know so that they can work on X. It might have nothing to do with them. You know, they might have hated the lighting um, and, you know, you you're talking with your makeup artist. Just let them know so that they can um, understand what was going on on a shoot that they were a part of. Let them know, you know, what happened so that they can be aware and they can be a better teammate in the future. It's not saying that the makeup artist um, was the fault for the bad lighting, but just let them know. And I think we too often, we don't let the people know when the client loved what we did. So if they say, hey man, the lighting was great. Let your gaffer know that they love the lighting. You know, if the audio sounded crisp, <laughs> Let your audio technician, let them know, hey, they love the audio. It sounded fantastic. You gave them eight channels of audio and they felt like they were in the room with us. Let those people know. Too many times we're just like, we just move on. And so I think it's important that we take care of each other because there's not many of us. We're in a risky business and we need all the support that we can get. And if you can support your fellow freelancer with you know, a positive work experience. 
if you can support them by referring them jobs on the shoot, if you can support them by letting them know what the client did and didn't like, that's just going to be better for all of us. And so I'm really guilty. I'm sorry, not guilty. I'm really just selfish right now. And I just want more people to do this, uh, you know, for the people that I work with. And a lot of them do do it. I, I'm very thankful and privileged, blessed and highly favored uh, to have a very uh, strong uh, freelance networking, you know, circle of people uh, that are respectful, work hard, and we give each other work. And so um, I know there are a lot of other networks and circles out there. And I think that uh, this is something that can help. Like if you can help another freelancer have a better experience in what they're doing, you know, it's a win for all of us. So shorter episode has kind of had an idea that I wanted to get out. Um, I think it's important that we share this type of information because if not here, then where? Per usual or as usual or weekly, uh, this is a filmmaker's guide to freelancing. I am your host, Eric D. Seals, and I am here to give you all the knowledge, information and share with you uh, what has gotten me to this point and hopefully what can get you further than where I am today. The goal is not to pay it back to the people who got me here. The goal is to pay it forward to the people who are going to be taking over the world with videos and cameras and RE cameras and 3D cameras and all those different type of cameras in the near future. I want them to do good um, and, and, and pay it forward to them just like it was paid uh, forward to me. So I hope you liked this episode. Make sure to reach out to me if you have any questions. You can hit me on all the internets. And until next time. <laughs> <laughs>